Welcome to the WrestleManiacs, better known as the Mothership, presented by the Sideline Junkies. Here your hosts, the People's Choice, the Nubian Sumo, and the Big Guy. And he's back, ladies and gentlemen, after a one-week hiatus on Secret Assignment, it is I, the Nubian Sumo. Back and ready to do this thing with the big guy, KG. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And Don Rodriguez. It's good to know the ghost of black nigga pass has come back to the show. Yeah, uh, you, yeah you, you missed me. Don't act like you didn't. You know yeah. you did. You missed uh, me. I miss you I mean, like hey, jock itch. You did an eight, 18 minute and 30 second show, including the push. Come <laughs> on. Is he, is he fact checking us now? God dang, I feel like the president. Hey, I had to listen to the show, right? To see what I was missing. And uh, you know what I was missing? Me! Oh, if you hadn't found yourself yet, you better go. You better go look in the mirror. You gotta solve that. Because okay, okay. So let, let check check this out, right? So y'all remember the last time I was on the show, right? I was talking about this dude, right, that was in the in the audience for the AEW show, correct? Remember? No, not really. But go ahead. Friend, the friend of Joey Janela. Remember, I told you there was a friend of Joey Janela. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, okay, we won't so, pay attention to what the hell James is saying, but yeah, know, go ahead. Y'all don't pay me no attention. So anyway, so he, he put on Twitter, right, that he was getting a check from AEW. He said, he's on Twitter, he's like, yeah, I just got my first check from AEW. I'm so happy. My parents didn't think I would be able to do anything with myself with the wrestling that I love. And, you know, they're so proud of me and all this and that. And I was like, damn, okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's, That's good. So... My question to you two is, did y'all get paid, too, after that crap you put up last week? Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm Did, did he you. just have, I'm like, the 15-year-long like, wraparound to be able to throw to something? What do you, we didn't even know where he was yeah. going with that. I'm thinking he's going to be like, oh, I know the yeah. dude. And the dude, was, I was on a special assignment, and that's what was this, because I was uh, in the audience or something. I mean, I had that. Extra special assignment. And, yeah. We went through story time for Nia, no I giving, reason. I was giving Nia Jax her birthday present. But anyway. A week early? See, <laughs> see, that's how old you are. You can't even get the dates right. Her birthday was last week, son. KG, you told me the wrong day, man. I thought you I didn't her. take, wait, time out. I, thought I didn't you take her. anything. I thought you Because guess what? Guess what? Guess what? A what? gentleman never kisses and tails. And I'm a gentleman. I don't kiss and a gentleman on this show. I never said I was a gentleman. I'm telling it like hell. Anyway. Hey, no gentleman <laughs> on this show. I mean, hey, hey, if anything, we got a sumo, a people's choice, and Jordan Grace's. Okay. Uh, Yo, first, hey, hey, we were talking. We're going to talk about AEW for first, correct? Wait a minute. Hold on. Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 I'm not. We're going to have to take a pause for the cause here because I'm starking to feel like... I need to get a y'all's ass about last week. I'm, I'm starting to feel like 
James may have actually looked at the production notes. I <laughs> yes. I'm scared because yes. I don't I don't I don't know how KG, I didn't know how to react to that when he actually talked about the first segment. I'm like, oh snap. I listened to that show on Tuesday. I had to look at the production notes to make sure that's where we're going. I'm like we are. And I talked to my friend whose house I'm living in, whose house I'm staying in. And I like after he listened to the show, and I was like, do you believe the frack of lack of bull that just came out <laughs> their mouth? Do you what? believe this shit? Hey, D, I'm pissed at you most of all because you didn't even sound like you believed what you were saying. What? Man, it was what 12 in the morning. What did he say? Like, did he like, say? Look, I'm like, look, okay, he, you all were, I mean, the penis was like in your mouths. Who was it? Cody? Was it Cody and one of y'all's and Jericho and the other? Or <laughs> stunts? I mean, who? who oh, God. Who paid to mark out for that crap all of pay per view that came out that the last the last week. Are you serious right now, James? Wait. Crabby Patty? Are you? You didn't like that pay per view? And it, I'm, hey, I'm about to go, Sam. I'm really about wait, to go Sam. Wait, I'm, wait, I'm, time, out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Now, time out. I go, time out. Go Sam. Time out. Sam. We time can't out. let him skip a show anymore. Look, look, look. Hold on, wait. Time you out. Give him two shows. I'm taking a full. I'm taking a full time out here. I'm not even taking a twenty second. I'm taking a full time out. Take a full time out. Number one, double or nothing. And I'm saying this with. All sincerity, heart of hearts, was better than money in the bank because I got a true runtime of a pay per view, and I got more action and more excitement out of double or nothing than I did out of money in the bank. That I'll give you, yeah, but not by much. It, it was by not by much. What do you mean not by much? Stadium Stampede was pretty much the money in the bank match. No. I put that side by side. Nobody, nobody with any kind of leverage. Nobody with any lead. Side by side, it was the same crapola match. It, no, no, no. Stadium Stampede had a I lot give, more going on. I give, more I give, I, I give Naya and Sheeta their due on their match. I give Moxley and Brody Lee their due on their match. The, the the ladder match was a waste because they wasted the appearance of of Brian Cage. Ryan, Ryan Cage. They wasted that. He doesn't need that damn chip. He can either earn or take a title match from somebody. He doesn't need that chip. Yeah, that but was you can't a waste. just have everybody showing up that's all muscular and swole. Now I'm just going to get a title shot. I mean, they 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 did that mold and broke the mold with Lance Archer. You know, the only thing, the only reason I give him an out on give that match an out is because I said it last week. I said the only way that the Taz and um fucking what's his name Darby Allen. Darby, Darby Allen. 
TNT because AEW is something new, or if you're a bandwagoner that's like, yeah, WWE sucks, I'm just going to watch AEW, just to do something different, you're going to be like, like, who this will do? So they had to give him a purpose and a, a reason. Then you could give the backstory and subsequent episodes about who he is, what he's done, and you can spell out why Taz aligned himself with him. And why Taz this week actually used his catchphrase, which I marked out for, which, which would be if you can't survive if I let you. But if you I just did. said, okay, he's just going to walk in and just go beast, it doesn't make sense. They gave him a, a, a line to run. As long as he runs his line and Taz is his mouthpiece, you can kind of technically parallel him to Brock Lesnar, which a lot of people are doing. But he, he's got a lane now. If we do it any other way, just him just showing up destroying is like, oh, here comes another monster. All AEW does is somebody comes in, beats the hell out of Cody, and now they, you know, made and they got a title shot. Like, it's just, it would have been no continuity in the booking. It wouldn't have made sense. I'm sorry. I still, I, I mean, it was a, it, it was better than Money in the Bank, like you said, but it was still crapola. It, I'm still thinking it's a waste of uh, Bryant. Brian Cage's ability or whatever, or his, or his uh, reputation and whatnot already. Give it time. match was crap. And I don't believe, I don't, I don't agree with Chris Jericho talking about anybody who doesn't like the stadium stampede match doesn't have a soul. Well, I guess I'm soulless because. Yeah, you are. That, you were soulless was before. You were soulless I was, before. I've been, I've, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. Yes, I have no soul. That's right, because when I lifted you up to the heavens in the sports arena, and I held you over, and I just slammed you down, and the whole earth shook. Come on with that. What? I was there. You, Yeah, you, you were the only one there in your dream. Well, you were knocked out at the time, because after I slammed you, and then just went for the one, two, three, and won the championship, I mean, everybody marked out. I am American. That's what happened. And that's the story. I'm sticking to it. So since you all up in the storyline and you all up in the, the actual legitimate first segment, the purpose of the first segment 
is really for us to dive into the most important thing that comes out of Double or Nothing. The show after, then AEW deliver. Considering that uh, WWE decided to go and kick things up a notch, which we'll talk about uh, in a few. But did AEW deliver with what they produced this past Wednesday? The Inner Circle pep rally with the appearance of Vicky Guerrero. SCU versus Sabian and Havoc. Brian Cage uh, showing up again with just, it doesn't even matter who the hell he beat down, just a squash man. That was just ugly. That was almost a, a, a crime, what he did. The Carl Sheeta versus Christy Jones. Um, uh, Hardy and the Young Bucks and a six-man tag against Private Party and uh, uh, Joey Janela, which led into the surprise, here comes quote-unquote, the revival uh, showing up in AEW. Britt Baker having actually a really good promo and uh, really working all the tools around her from the girl that was pushing her and flipping the, the pages to uh, really digging into uh, Tony Schiavone. Cody declaring that he's going to be a fighting champion and fighting every week for the TNT title, which we talked about before because that's the only way to do it can't have a TNT title only defended once a month. It has to be a working man's title or working woman's title. Who knows what they may do. And then uh, um, Mike Tyson. And I'm just going to say Mike Tyson. I'm not going to go into it. We're just going to say Mike Tyson. So that's a lot that they put into the show after Double or Nothing. So my question to you gentlemen is, did they deliver at a level that the norm would be on the Wednesday after a takeover because we know sometimes WWE can be hit or miss on the pay-per-view as we saw with money in the bank and then a raw or SmackDown live after it could be hit or miss, but takeover the Wednesday after they're pretty much solid every single time. So KG, I'll start with you because James needs a, James needs a moment to drink some water, smoke, I don't know what else he has to take the stick up his ass I, I, and put it on the counter. I'm in the house right now, so I can't smoke nothing. But this this oh, episode he... with is sponsored by or powered by Knob Creek Rye 100 Proof, which I've already finished my half of. It's some very good stuff if you can find it. I appreciate. I would uh recommend you get some if you ever have the chance. I recommend getting a check for all this damn sponsorship. But, um, because well, that's what I was getting ready to ask him. I was getting ready to ask Jay James, what is he powered by tonight? And I mean, no cigar tonight, but I know you got something for later, correct? Oh, yeah. As soon as we get off, I got people downstairs waiting on me. They're like, what you going upstairs <laughs> for? I was like, I've made a commitment to these two gentlemen who really are in need of my assistance. Oh, so, uh, I let. I kind of, I kind of left them hanging last week, and after listening to what they had to say on without me last week, uh, I really need to be on this call tonight. So yeah, I, I gotta let y'all go. Y'all still, I appreciate y'all being here when I get back though. I feel like he's been he's shooting on me this entire time. I mean, I don't know, is, is this yeah. personal? I'm going for it. Going full heel, oh, y'all. Y'all broke my heart last week with that. I'm, I'm, I mean, y'all really, y'all really, really hurt me with that with that review of AE uh, Double or Nothing last week. I'm just letting you know. 
I was very disappointed. I'm I'm, I'm just going to have to just kind of be reserved. I'm glad the show was, I'm just glad the show was short. If it had been longer than that, I'd have been really upset. See, I, I'm, I'm going to say something. And I, I'm before I talk about AEW, I'm gonna say something, and this is this is for my wife because she's giving me that look that it needs to be said. <laughs> I understand how you feel, James, but you have to realize here at the sideline junkies, there's only one David Ruffin, and without him, y'all are podcasts in search of a David Ruffin. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What have we become? Oh, I was about to break into Judas. My bad. Sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> stopped myself right there. <laughs> it was about to flow out. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind when you said that. It's like, oh, God, nope. I'm not going to bust into Judas right now. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so uh, some point. God, it feels maybe, good to be back with you guys. You was talking about uh, <laughs> AEW. Good lord! Uh, now, okay. All seriousness, um, AEW brought the heat this week, and that's how you follow up a great pay per view. I don't care what James says. I don't care. I, I respect his opinion, but I don't have to like it. But I don't care what he says. Double or nothing was a great pay per view because I mean we're starved for it. We're we're used to WWE going over the top on their pay-per-views. With what's going on right now, as far as the pandemic, I understand. But you could have brung it a little bit harder than what you did for Money in the Bank. But that's in the past. Double or nothing. Show the hell out. They came in for Dynamite. Show the hell out. Now you have FTR, the revival, on AEW. But I believe it was a certain member of a certain podcast of a certain faction that said that's where they were going when they asked for their release a year and a half ago. Did you or did you not? People's Choice Don Rodriguez. Yeah. Once again, something that he doesn't get credit for. Uh, you, Moxie, oh, let, let, let me tell you about, I hope, uh, have you guys seen a picture on uh, Twitter of a Bruce uh-huh. phone? Yeah, I didn't want to. I don't, that's a little bit too yeah. much of the crack of his ass that I really wanted to see. But I was like, well, what does it look like? like <laughs> right, well, it looks like some ass. Thanks. Now, if Renee needs to get a bruise, then, then yeah, that'd like, be a little bit it better. like ass post-white, pre-white, rather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, like, what is he doing? And I read the caption. I was like, oh, okay, I got you. Uh, Vicky Guerrero, and that's that was all over Instagram and Twitter before I seen no her. Mike. Huh? No Mike. She did, She was not Mike. No, she was Mike. She was Mike. She had a Mike. Uh, she had the pack on her back. She just had the little standard Mike. She wasn't. I didn't. I didn't see. She the was Mike. a handheld Mike. Oh, she now, was Mike. That's her gimmick. That's her gimmick to be loud like that. I figured she wasn't oh, Mike. Yeah. Oh, come on now. Okay. Come on now, Vic. Vicky was looking good after all the exercise she'd been doing. So I was looking hard. I was like, you go, girl. I see I see what Eddie Guerrero was looking at. He's getting that letter Asa up in there. But, yeah, she was Mike. And then you got the baddest man on the planet. And anything that Mike Tyson touches, of course I'm going to enjoy it because 
being a Mike Tyson fan, watching his journey, watching him become the youngest heavyweight champion ever, uh, straight knockout artist, watching the decline, the resurgence, and then the decline again, and then his post-boxing career, knowing what kind of mind he has, and, and, and as a boxing historian, uh, if you haven't seen his one-man show after all this time, please watch it. Because it's on Netflix. Yeah, he is freaking hilarious. Spike Lee had him going around the whole country doing that show, and they recorded it. But Mike Tyson, great shape for a man that's 50-some-odd years old and might be back in the ring in a couple of months, uh, which I, I advise against. I would love to see him train another heavyweight to be a young heavyweight champion. But you I feel like you out there for a minute there. <laughs> they had a uh, a video of him where they, they had a shot of him. Yeah. And he was sitting ringside just yawning. <laughs> like he was so yeah, bored. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that's production. He, that, 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 yawn, that's, that, yawn, I believe, that yawn expressed everything I've been saying for the past. I, how, many, how long? I blame, I blame production <laughs> on that one. I blame production <laughs> on that. But we'll, I, I'll add my little two pieces in a biscuit. Uh, after James uh, tells us how he feels, which I think we kind of already know, but you know, but, no, we'll see. We're talking about apples and oranges now because we're not talking about that crap, uh, double or nothing match, um, pay per view. We're talking about Dynamite, which was pretty much their version of the Raw after WrestleMania. It was great. The fact that FTR came out. And the way they do, they work them. They 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 produce them perfectly, the way they should have. The way that uh they the, all the matches that they had, the Britt Baker promo, like you said, everything that happened on Wednesday night was the way it should have been. Wednesday night was better than Saturday night, in my opinion. So yes, if we're talking about if Dynamite delivered. As they as they should have, they did, and it was pr- and the proof in the pudding is that they won the ratings war by almost a hundred thousand views. That says it all, right there. I ain't gotta say nothing else. Wednesday was better than Saturday. Period. But from a production standpoint, that's how I would want it to be. I would want to have a good show, but I would want to have my regular show outpace that, especially how WWE looks at it. That's how they look. They expect WrestleMania to sell, and uh, Double or Nothing, it, it, it had its buys, so it was good. But then that Monday is supposed to always be the highest out of the entire 12-month period for the new season. So technically, what you just said was the actual blueprint of what it's supposed to be from a production standpoint. So they did their job then. Saturday, so they could build up Wednesday. Is that what you said? Uh, no, James, I didn't say that. I need you to clear <laughs> the cobwebs out your old ass ears Sounds so you like can hear mean. the words that are correct. coming out of my mouth. You correct me if you need to, but it sounded like you're saying that they purposely tanked Saturday so they could build up Wednesday. But, I mean, yes. if I'm wrong. They, they purposely showed James the wrong double or nothing so that way he would love Wednesday the and everybody else watched oh, the real oh, thing. Great. What did you what was the quote that you gave? Oh, 
KG asked, so what was the match of the night? And you said, oh, they're all the match of the night. If you was the <laughs> show, you would have got that check that came from all that kissing too. But your punk ride couldn't be there. How you like that? How you like that? My contract, I get a piece. Yeah, you got a piece. I ain't paper. got a piece. You got a piece yeah, of paper. Sure I get my piece. My this contract is ironclad. Hey, man, this is under the table. You're going to have to sue us for that. Yeah, yes. No, that's why I sue you. <laughs> so. That's why I sue you. I rob your ass. Hey, you see all this rock looting and rioting going on? I'll blend y'all into the rest of that shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. I'd be like, here, just just go and take it, James. Just insure it. Go and take it. Uh, <laughs> I'll get and a bigger check. On the ground, looking up at me at the end. All I'm going like, to say is one word. Contract. I'm be like, hey, take these kids with you. You know, if you're going to take it, we're gonna, I'm going to help you out. Lighten this load. I take one of them because I need to get some cleaning done behind my refrigerator. But other than that, they're going back on the street when I get done. They're going to be like, why Why are we with this old ass dude? They're going to think you over here to catch a predator. Chris Hansen going to be jumping out on James. Like, so, uh, we saw your contract. Did you send that email? <laughs> like, oh, James. It ain't got you on Dateline now. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Should have sent that damn email. God damn it, we knew it. Uh, <laughs> so, here's my only issue with, because um, neither one of y'all really, I know, KG, you just marked out for Iron Mike, which was cool, but we've already seen this. Now, since we had two of the proponents of the biggest Mike Tyson sports entertainment moment ever, which is arguably Tyson and Austin, Austin and Tyson, and that whole entire menagerie of of television gold. I was like, are we about, is JR about to pop off and just go nuts? Jericho and Tyson, Tyson and Jericho. I mean, we didn't get that, unfortunately. But half of me was like, okay, we've already seen this technically twice. One was Stone Cold and what um, uh, Y2J was referencing. But my only you issue was... Well, I don't mean to, so... to cut you off, but when you can say that again with dust with the Dustin Sean Spears match, because all that was was John Cena calling out Undertaker at WrestleMania. But go ahead. True. True. But Tyson was so I think he blew up <laughs> and just had the like he was missing his cue. With that because Jericho was was leading him. Yeah. <laughs> he struggled with the t-shirt. But I could, I could forgive that. I'm like, all right, hey, hey, you know, he's just all into it. But they should have worked on the chemistry of the promo so that way Tyson reacted at the time he was supposed to react because it escalated, I'd say maybe if I had to guesstimate, about a minute too early. Because I think it was more dialogue Jericho was supposed to say, which was supposed to lead Tyson to buck. And then everything was supposed to go. But Tyson bucked. And Jericho had to quickly react, and then everybody ran in, and that's why it looked kind of off. And then they had to, okay, Mike, you're going to have to go back out to save and rebuild so that way we can get the shot we need. And then finally they got the shot with Jericho being kind of held back. Because if you look at it, it's like, really? You know he could just walk under the ropes, right? 
Uh, Tyson was well detained, but they needed to get that shot. So that was my only issue with it is just that miscue that, that set up the, 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 the series of events that they had to really scramble to get that shot. But once they got it, the ending was fine. But it's just what they parlay. And Jericho has said he believes Mike can do a match. Now, I would, not, I would want them to build this match up until next year's Double or Nothing so that way Mike has an entire year to prep to be able to go into the squared circle opposed to it just being uh, a pseudo-boxing match of sorts because now Jericho could pull it off on doing a, I'm gonna, a Roddy Piper-esque, I'm going to box him and all this other stuff. Jericho could make it happen and make it entertaining, but I wouldn't mind seeing Iron Mike in a wrestling match that still ends up with a one hit a quit a knockout. Maybe that's just me. So they could pull a rock versus um, John Cena and build it for 12 months. And then 12 months from now, you're doing uh, the, the segments and uh, the promos and, and the flashback sizzle reels and all those things that will lead to us. be like, Oh man, it's been built for a whole year through social media and Tyson popping up and all this stuff. And then bam, we've just pretty much built if it's not at the WrestleMania status, you're pretty damn close. You're welcome, Tony Khan. I just gave you a whole year's worth of uh, potential treatment for this. And uh, creative. I need a check, for real. But that's what I would do. First of all, Pro Wrestling Tees got a nice push out of this because they were talking after that, after that T-shirt debacle. It was like, yeah, see the quality of our debacle? shirt? That was already built in. <laughs> no, I'm saying he was having trouble with the shirts. So pro wrestling teams was like, see the quality of our shirts, and even Mike Tyson can't even rip them up. Yeah. <laughs> but then second, I give it to them, man. They 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 work second, on stuff so quick. They're on it. Second speak speaking of you of got them, you got Tyson has already signed a contract to fight Tito Ortiz in like the next three months. Tito crazy for that. Now nah. Tito versus um uh uh oh gosh uh I wanna I'm not Amar <laughs> what's his name uh the, the wrestler the one that just got finished beating the hell out of this chick um and that's in jail oh uh, um um Alberto El yes yeah now Tito uh destroyed Alberto like destroyed him Alberto shouldn't even been in that 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 octagon for that. But was that a uh, mask or post mask? Oh, uh, that was post. Okay. But uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm a Tito fan. I know Tito a little crazy sometimes. But yeah, you could talk that team punishment stuff if you want to. Mike may kill you. <laughs> I'm just saying, because Mike may forget oh, what the hell is going on and video? just go. Mike may just go off the rails and really just clubber lang you behind. And Tito's this like, yo, like. <laughs> When he was boxing for real, for real, I was like, yeah. "This boy is fast, still fast as hell." Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, now on the ground, oh Tito gonna destroy him. But if if Tito doesn't take Mike to the ground within the first sixty seconds, all Mike is is a punches, well, two punches chances away because Mike has the power for one. So Tito gonna have to watch out for the one and the two punch to make sure he don't get caught. But if you get him to the ground, I don't know how. I haven't seen too much video MMA-wise of Iron Mike. But, yeah, that could be a problem for Mike Tyson if it goes to uh, the, the true team punishment ground and pound 
Mike is going to look ugly. I don't think they signed an MMA contract. I think this is a straight-up boxing match. Oh, then, yeah. Uh, I like Tito, but he don't, have, he don't stand a chance on that one. He don't stand a chance. Who don't have a chance? Tito Ortiz. He don't have a chance on that oh, one. Oh, hell no. Yeah. That's a wrap already. <laughs> but then again, if he beat Mike, whoo, whoo, I know the first phone call Tito's going to make is he's going to say, Dana, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> That's exactly what that phone call is going to be. His second call is going to be to Chuck Liddell. <laughs> He'll go straight down the list of everybody that he's had beef with in UFC. And, you know, they'll just show up at Bellator or something like that and say I'm the man. But so, yeah, gentlemen. Well, KG. Uh, wait, what? wait, 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 wait. Uh, what's that? Pro wrestling tease? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, sorry. You had something to say about pro wrestling tees. PWG, what you yeah. got? I, 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 I didn't get a chance to send you guys a message about it, but uh, within the next week or two, I'm trying to get a bunch of Owen Hart t-shirts. What's good? Y'all trying to get some, too? Yeah, we'll see what they, they got. got I'll, I'll go on that website. They got commissioned to do uh, all of Owen's t-shirts. Hmm. As long as they got one that says enough is enough and it's time for a change. And this current climate, that is apropos right there. That's, yeah, I, would that's buy, I would buy that one, yes. Yep. If they had that one, guys, yes, I would buy that with one. All the, with, with all the, the caution tape all around it and everything, I would want right. that. Stick to your day job, James, 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 James. Okay, so we've lost James, so that's perfectly that's a good spot to take a break, calm it down with the push so we can knock some sense into James and come back. And we'll next be talking about WWE and the changes they made this week. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to yet another installment of The Push. Delonte representing the Sidelines Junkies. And this week, we're going to talk about a man. Uh, I wouldn't call him a Grand Slam champion because I think he's only missing one title um, in his on his resume. But he's quite the accomplished wrestler. Um, he's out for a while dealing with an injury, but he's returned. And now he's currently in a program with another returning wrestler. Um, and I'm talking about the Celtic warrior, Seamus. Uh, now, this Seamus, currently he's in a storyline with Jeff Hardy in which there was some sort of drunk driving incident in which uh, Elias, he was badly hurt, um, taken to the hospital. And the way how they're playing it is Jeff Hardy was under the influence, but I believe the way how it is going to unfold is Seamus had, uh, you know, pretty much planted everything. Um, so this will all fall on Seamus's lap. Um, as far as this, I don't, the, the timing of this angle, uh, I'm not sure if it's, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to, Save as appropriate. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm sure it's shame as he can sell it as he sold most of the angles that he's been a part of during his tenure in WWE. But this one in particular, I think, you know, 
especially in regards to everything that's going on in the real world. Um, not sure if this is really a more uh, appropriate angle as far as timing is concerned. Um, I would, I am looking forward to seeing some good matches between Sheamus and Jeff Hardy through this angle. Um, hopefully, either one of the two can, uh, you know, have like a, another title run. Um, I would really like to see Sheamus uh, get a more meaningful title run. Um, when he was WWE champion, um, both of those title rings weren't long, uh, especially the second one when she beat Roman Reigns and he cashed in his Money in the Bank contract. Um, I really like for creative to, you know, kind of craft something, you know, like a, a worthy storyline for, for Sheamus. Um, and yeah, I understand he was, you know, probably a few years ago, he was a, a good accomplished tag team wrestler, him and Cesaro. And, you know, they had a couple, um, tag team title reigns, which was good. Um, but, you know, again, I would like to see them really shine a light on Sheamus from a more, uh, from a singles wrestler perspective. Um, so far, I, I, it's good, you know, with his return. Um, but I just think personally that this angle, I'm kind of questioning the timing because, uh, you know, we need to be a little more sensitive to, you know, what we're dealing with as a nation. Um you know, currently, uh, I would like to see Sheamus, um, after this Jeff Hardy feud, possibly get into a program with Braun Strowman. Um, I think, you know, brute strength and, you know, force, I think those two, they can have some great matches. Um, I even wouldn't mind them turning fate, turning Sheamus, uh, into a face down the line and him being in a feud with, uh, Ray Riot or The Fiend, um, who, you know, we like to, I like to congratulate. Um, he recently had, he and his lady uh, wife, they had a, another baby. So, um, you know, congrats to Bray. But back to Sheamus, um, I think he, you know, would, would definitely stand well, you know, with a good singles run. So we shall see. This is Delonte representing the Sideline Junkies. Shout out to the brothers, the Don, KG, and the Black Sumo. Everyone, please be safe out there. Peace. All right, and we're back. This episode of Sideline Junkies is brought to you by James Oldass, kids. James Oldass. He is still grumpy about double or nothing just because he's old. And James. So. Hey, hey, stop cutting my grass, son. Yeah, that's one of them old people terms. Nobody understands what the hell that means. So you you, you want to let your grass grow? I, I don't yeah. understand. You need to stop he... cutting my grass. That's all I'm going to say. KG, do you understand that? I've never heard that before. Stop cutting my grass. I'm lost. I don't know that yeah, yeah, that's that's like the eighteen hundreds things right there. I don't know what the hell, I don't know what the hell y'all be doing down there, man. That's one of them my granddaddy used to say. It means mind your business, boy. 
No, I like the grass thing better. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't try. Don't try to explain it. It's lost in translation. I'm sorry. It's lost in translation. My grass. Right. Exactly. Stop cutting yeah. my grass. Okay, pops. So we talked about hey, AEW. I'm, I'm gonna be 50 in about another week. You know that, right? God, dang, 50. That's like two quarters. You know, WWE is gonna have a pay per view on my birthday, right? Just for me. No, that's called sympathy. It's like, well, at least we could do is give this old ass Mark something more to live forward to. You know, he's supposed to only make it to 49. So now we're going to help him get to 50 and then he can go to hell. Oh, I already got my pit house set up right next to the devil. We're about to party down. No, I'm quite sure he's found a way for extradition. He's like, oh, you're going to heaven, goddammit. You ain't going to no, be down no, here with no. us. Like, uh, I got time for that. Waking up and uh, next I'm thing, you know, we see James naked behind. Oh, man. You better get I'm up like there with them big. toga people. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> when I die, fuck it, I'm going to go to hell because I'm a piece of shit. It ain't hard to fucking tell. The <laughs> <laughs> devil going to be like, who let this fool down here? Don't y'all supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, screening these phone calls? Don't let them down here no more. God, I'm running this, bitch. Like, did they cremate him yet? Yeah, send him back. Send him back. Send him back. It's my now. We'll give him another 10 years. <laughs> Maybe we'll be able to tolerate I'm running hell. I'm in charge of hell right now. Oh, God. Well. If there's a nickel bag sold in Central Park, I want in. KG? <laughs> I, I think we've lost the, the control of the show. Oh, no. I, I, you're not even let me segue into what we're supposed to go to next. We got off the rails. It's Early. official. It's official. Once we couldn't even get through one segment, and we've gone off the rails. Breastfeeding. Hey, there we go. Damn. Might as well get into it now. Breastfeeding. Congratulations, uh, Becky Lynch, on showing your ass on Breastfeeding. I was about to say something, but I'm gonna filter myself. I'm gonna let you go. Go ahead. I was about to say something on the, on that, but I'm, I'm gonna on let you go. Go ahead. Yep. I'm about, I'm done. Go ahead. Was it? A, is it? Was this me tooable? No, it was not me toable. Oh, okay. We oh, gotta keep that to no, yourself. It was very me toable. Oh, it was okay. very me toable. So I'll we'll me too in myself. Keep that to yourself. We can't be getting all those emails, man. It's just, no, the world's too I'm, crazy right now. We can't be getting those emails. I know. All right. So second segment of the show. Finally. We can get into it, which actually has the word finally in it. WWE finally is doing crowd shows. Now, they did admit that the reason why they did not want to do it sooner is because they didn't want to look like just an immediate AEW copycat. So I get that. That's cool. They had their uh, NHL plexiglass set up all around the ring and the entrance ramp. So somebody else helping people continue to work got a job so that way they can be the plexiglass cleaner. So congratulations. They're creating jobs down at the Performance Center. But my second question to you two fine young gentlemen, or KG, um, whose crowd is actually better? WWE and their NXT superstars? Or AEW and their roster? <laughs> and the people in the stands? that are friends and family of the cons and some other people. So whose crowd sounds 
and crowd reactions and crowd inter- interactions were better. So, KG, I'll start with you because we know James going to go off again. <sighs> A-E-W. And why it, would you say that? It, it just... I'm going to go ahead and say it. Fuck it. It seems like WWE is... It, it's like, okay, we got to do it because AEW's doing it. We Now we have to do it. And it doesn't seem genuine. But when AEW does it, it seems genuine. It seems like they're actually happy to be there. It, it, it gives that vibe off. I mean, it just... Uh, 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 wait, wait. What's the term she used? What 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 is it? What 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 is it? what's what's the term she used? What the vibe is off? Yeah, the vibes is off. That's what it is. The vibes is off with WWE when they do it. The vibes well, is off. You did notice though that it get did get better. WWE was a little on Raw was a little stiff. It, it seemed like it was cue carded to me at least. Like you know, boo yay, boo yay. You know, like there was some cue cards. NXT was a little bit more hype. Because it was their own brand. And then SmackDown, I mean, it was popping off when uh, the New Day came out. I mean, I thought I saw somebody doing a running man and a robot at one point. So you saw some evolution of relaxation, I guess, maybe. I don't know, of managing the space. But, you know, I I was just curious because I was, well, I'll let James go and then I'll I'll tell you my part. Well... I think AE, I, I agree with KG where I think AEW was better because you had actual people who weren't in the business within that group. So, I mean, it was more genuine because you had actually people who were outside of the wrestling business marking out or whatever they were marking out for, and it was more genuine than what WWE was doing because they're all in the business. So they know what to do at what point and how this is supposed to react and how this is supposed to be, uh, come off and whatnot. So like you said, WWE was more rehearsed, probably scripted. They told them, you know, hey, okay, well, in this segment, we want you to do this and this and this and be like this and talk, say this and chant this. And where AEW was like, you know, We've already been doing it with our own people, but now we've got other people kind of mixed in that are outside the business. So they're going to be genuine with theirs, and you just react off of what they do. So, yes, AEW had the better crowd, and WWE is just trying to catch up pretty much. Yeah, I, I concur with both of you guys. But I also, I think what adds to it is the camera angles. And this may be one of those times where we may have to kind of tweak the Kevin Dunnisms and how we're shooting the show, especially since we're not talking an arena. We're in a controlled, they can pretty much put a camera anywhere they want in a performance center. The, the, the angles and the shots that we're getting from AEW are, I know it's going to sound a little weird to say, but a little bit more intimate and retrospect to how close you are to the action it's not like you're further back it's not like we're using a big old crane thing and a, the drop shots and all that stuff it's actually outside of when they're coming down to the entrance wrap at AEW the actual mat shots are really close up and you feel like you're almost there 
in the front row, which most folks can't afford or, or wouldn't be able to get because Lord knows there's some ungodly priced seats now that they're giving you the free chair and all this other stuff and the experience. But to me, it seems like you're closer to them, whereas WWE is still a little bit more pulled back uh, and they're focused on, you know, more of the ring in one shot versus the the changing of the angles and everything to match the action on the AW side. So this may be a good opportunity if WWE is going to go in and see what works. We know it's working based off of the ratings and it may be a good time to kind of tweak the camera angles while they can before we have to go back to OG hard camera angle in a, an arena uh, or a, of some other larger venue. They could play around with some different things and they've done it before. We've seen some SmackDown lives and some Raws where they've had close-up shots or, or different angles. NXT, um, we've seen some different angles and things from them, so it's possible. But I think that in combination with, uh, like you talked about, James, that extra crowd, the ones that are not in the business, so they're marking out on spots and moves that we would as fans, opposed to somebody that knows the hip toss is going to come after, and then it's going to be the kip up, and da 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 da, and that's the sequence. So they're marking out for, oh, you know, okay, because we we know how that goes, because we just got taught that, you know, that type of thing. So what just, I need, just, but what I what I need AEW to do is right now this five yard vehicle run that they've been doing the last couple weeks. They did it with Cody. He gets in the truck. He goes five yards, run into some trash cans or whatever, comes out, gets in the smosh with Lance Archer. Next week, you got the Revival in another truck, runs up five yards, stops the truck, and then goes to the ring and does whatever they do in the ring. I need you to stop that. No, man, <laughs> next week, it's going to be John Cena rolling up, but the car will be empty because we can't see him, so he can actually be on both shows. No, there will be no Rick Rude moments up in here. No. <laughs> no Rick Rude moments in, in on, on AEW and WWE. We will not have that. Yeah, I agree. That that little drive-up thing, it's kind of, yeah, it's done. They should have came through the stands or something like that. I mean, if they were going to do it, let them do it. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin goes through a whole arena with a damn Zamboni and shit. You know, you get the, 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 they go five, they, they show them stopped. Then he hits the gas for five yards and stop and put the brakes on and comes out. What? Really? Mm-hmm. It's corny. What are they trying to do? They don't piss look hard on that. They're trying to piss you off, man. They're trying to piss and, you and, off. And they succeeded. Um, well, they, succeeded. they got the reaction that they needed. Even though I guess they did. I guess they did. Their job was to piss me off, then they did it. They succeeded. Give that man a check. Kudos to you. Give that man a check. So, okay. Now that we know James is still fired up, my question to you guys, and James, I'll let you go first, since you've been talking about hate, 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 hate all this time my question to you is and then also with kg what do you think the best wwe storylines are and i'm going to just put this out there if either one of y'all say 
the greatest match ever. I'm going to personally drive to your house and Cyclops spin kick you in your mouth. Because I don't even understand how nobody is complaining about the booking and the tagline of calling this match the greatest wrestling match ever. Really? Really? That's some crap, crap really? all in itself. Man. Really? with you on that. How is that the greatest match ever between really? them two? Really? Really? A, a, a damn geriatric edge who just came off of retirement after nine years. Really? And just really? barely has barely has a neck. Is going up against Randy Orton, who's probably in retirement age himself and probably needs to sit down somewhere because they ain't hardly using him. And the only reason they use him now is because they know that Randy will take care of Edge in a, in a match. They're stretching this out too long, too far. No, nah, you ain't got to worry about me talking about greatest match ever. Because yeah, um, I know Eddie Guerrero is rolling over in his grave. I know Chris Benoit is rolling over at his grave. I know Paul Heyman better not have came up with this idea because I know he's like, it's some bullshit right here. Paul Heyman <laughs> probably did come up with this idea. <laughs> We're going to call it the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Really, really, just think about this a minute. What do you think? They're all going to believe us eventually. I'll cut a promo about it. And put Brock Lesnar in it. Okay, thanks, Paul. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to make sure that nobody was, you better not say that shit. The best storyline right now revolves around one person. You better not say uh R Truth and Gronk. Sorry. I will not say R Truth and Gronk. <laughs> no disrespect to R Truth, but no. Okay. The best storyline in the WWE right now revolves around one person. You better not say Michael Cole and uh, Nikki Cross. You better not. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead, sorry. I, better, I will not say that. I will not say that. No, I will not say that. The best storyline in the WWE revolves around one person. Mandy Rose. That was it. I watched SmackDown. I watched SmackDown. I knew nothing about what was going to happen on SmackDown. They're talking about this date, this time off, this togetherness <laughs> that he and Dodis was going to have. And I'm sitting here and I'm watching this and I'm like, oh my God. That was damn really? near porno. That was damn near porno. I was like, oh snap. <laughs> that oh, <I'm>... is. <laughs> As a fat person, that was like porn. <laughs> I like. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. Like Otis, are you about to you about to go ham on this right now? I need some kissing lessons. <laughs> but other than that, to get be even able to be that close to Mandy Rose, he Heck needs yeah, to man. thank God that he has knows their name. Because I, uh, I was almost considered like okay, man, this is pretty good. So. Mandy and Otis, Mandy and Sonya, Mandy and Dolph. Then you got the Dolph-Sonya situation, the Dolph-Otis situation. Sonya, well, I've already said Sonya and Mandy, but that's significant. 
So, I mean, but the breakup of the best friends and whatnot, they even eat, they ain't even eating donuts no more. They done, they done took their YouTube channel and they done split it in the divorce. I'm like, wow, really? I can't see you, I can't see y'all eating donuts no more? But that's so, yeah. smart. That's smart. Because now that they're getting double the views, I mean, double the sponsorships. Heck yeah. Same way they did same thing, same way they did Naya and uh, Alexa Bliss. Best friends all this time. Still best friends, but we can't do nothing together because we done had this beef. And we haven't settled wait, it yet. Wait, wait. Time out. Hey, KG's not your time yet. Not your time. Wait, got your time oh. coming. Okay. Hold t- Let him get his thing out. You know it's going to be hard to see. Let him get his thing out. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, that was a dirty bastard. I, I set myself up for that one. I had to take the shot. Shoot the J. Shoot it. Shoot it. Good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, James. Oh, 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 God. Oh, man. I'm getting a check for that one. Go ahead, KG. <laughs> All right, KG. Okay. What you think is the best current WWE storyline? And you better not say Rey Mysterio getting his eye busted. No, no, no. First and foremost, Alexa and 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 Naya, yeah, the beef hasn't been settled, but they still interact with each other on social media, post now the videos they, to each other. They, they, they do all of that. They stopped for a while because of the storyline, but yeah, now they do, yeah. But that 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 was one thing. Uh but I I I, I love that connection that them two had. I'm not even gonna lie. That was just great. Man, you just dreaming but, about that threesome. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Stay out of my head. <laughs> Mind your business, James. I I, I don't I don't come over there. You just want that threesome to come off. Shut up. I know. Just I know your I, just I don't your business. know you, but I know you. <laughs> I don't. I don't I don't come over there and bother you. Why are you coming over here bothering me? You have come over here and bothered me for that damn barbecue, but we, that's another story. <laughs> we want. I'm down here in North Carolina now. Where you want some more? I, I can't do it. Ask the question. I got <laughs> to lose twenty pounds. Why do we sing? Oh, you got that quarantine weight on? Nah, I've been working through the whole thing, but I got to lose twenty. Uh, the boss BJ. I told him we gonna put some money up, see who can lose the most weight in a month. So I'm gonna try to put some money up and see if I can take this man hard earned money. That's what's up. But uh, best storyline. I mean, it's not hard to tell. Greatest, greatest uh, wrestling match ever. The best story. What? Are you shiggity in me right now? Yeah, Ooh. I am. I really am. I really am. I just, I just Who's about to kick you off the show again? Here we go. 
I'm gonna say it for I'm gonna say it for you this time, Don. KG. You're fire. God damn, somebody get that man a towel. You, you done? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, so. wait. Here's my response. Here's my response. Y'all can't fire me. I made your asses. Is he back there? Is he back on that? I'm about to protest this shit. Hey, look. Hey, Don, hold you up. You ain't do me like this. KG. <laughs> yes. Contract. <laughs> Oh my God! Somewhere Leon is rolling <laughs> no. over in his grave. Uh, Leon's not dead. Oh, he's not. Well, somewhere no, Leon, Leon is rolling over. Leon, about <laughs> Leon from all the all the who wants? Why did I get married? And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I know he's not dead. I'm just, I'm, you know, I just had to throw it out there. David Ruffin. So, but no, uh, the 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 best storyline is uh, it's Mandy. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm in love with the Mandy and Otis thing. And, I mean, James kind of burst the bubble and not keeping kayfabe by saying that, you know, they're not really a couple. But they didn't keep kayfabe, but he keeps posting her. She keeps posting him. But I'm I'm just, I'm loving how this building is finally getting a chance to build. But, yeah, but how did Bobby Lashley and Lana damn near have a baby with the way they was kissing? And Otis and Mandy look like, you know, like, well... We kind of stepbrother and stepsister, but we may do this, you know, type of kiss. What would he doing? Well, Otis, Otis need to take a class or something. God dang it! He need to Otis better take a class. class. He, need take, he need to take a class or something. He need to call Tucker and be like, "Yo, how do I? How do I? Well, teach me how to kiss." Heck yeah, somebody need to like you need to put the ask Bobby. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. See, I I, I no, was ready to beat up Bobby Lashley for no. For Rusev, I'm like, yo, is you really letting this dude kiss your wife like this? For real? See, a woman like Mandy, you got to kiss her a special way. You got to walk up to her. You got to look her deep in her eyes. You got to take your right hand and you got to put it on the front of her. You got to go downtown. That's the way to her love. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) <laughs> so, so we're not going to do that. Oh, <laughs> Wrong show. Actually, with describing, <laughs> shit, I can't. I can't. Damn exactly, it. Exactly. I, exactly. Send your, me to it. 
Oh my Send God. your emails to sidelinejunkies.com. <laughs> I can't clean out whatever. I'm sorry. I was trying, but oh God, J- James is pop. <laughs> I can't. Sorry, JG. That, that, um, that's what I was saying. Oh to me to him. <laughs> to make it believable, Otis got to actually, you know, he got to get that hand on that neck. Get her head up and like deeply. You may well just go ahead. You may well just go ahead and bypass that whole thing, man. I can't. Oh, God. (laughs) You may read. At least we ain't got to pay for the song. We don't own the rights to the song. (laughs) What if these go to NBC, go talk to Ice Ice T, rather, and ask him how to get his tipping on? No, we can't be doing any violence. You can't be beating the women first. Oh, I'm saying, oh, you know, I'm just saying, at least teach him how to kiss and whatnot, because he looked like he was chewing on a ham steak. Yeah, I know, man. He's like, take care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to move on, ladies and gentlemen. I can't. My, my sides are hurting right now, literally. As soon as he got in that pool and started the kissing or what, I was waiting for it. I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> Uh, oh man, I, I'm still wiping the tears out my eyes right now. Cloud floating in the pool and whatnot. Like, what is all that? You know. Wait, man. So, so that man is skeeted grease. <laughs> has to be. This has to be called 100 off the rails show. <laughs> we have been off the rail all day. Oh man, my stomach hurts, man. That's my it was a good ab workout, I'll tell you that much. Okay, I don't know how to kiss it, man. I don't know how to kiss it, man. Do I put a do I put a tongue in her mouth or do I kiss her on the cheek? I don't know what to do with her. Oh, just ask Don Rodriguez. He just technically gave you a roadmap. <laughs> like you found the right spot. You won't have to worry about that. Take the weight. Thanks to wait. Go to the same place Sonya Deville went. So, uh, <laughs> oh my! Oh, oh, me too, me too, me too. What? They went to the me donut too. shop. That was a that was a fifty cent song. No, no, no. They went to the donut the shop. I take uh, you to the, you know. Oh, actually, no. That was a me too song too. Damn. Never mind then. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Even if making the donuts, I can't say the rest of the song. So, here's something that'll sober you up. Oh, damn it. Pun intended, I guess. Uh, Jeff Hardy's creative. <laughs> oh, God. Please stop. No, no. Please stop. No. So, I, I forgot we would do this segment. Oh, my God. No. Oh, Two God. questions. Now, WWE is known for... WWE and Vince is known for bringing real life into the show. So, two things. or One question and one thing. Is this bigger than the nut kick that they gave Matt Hardy when they're like, yeah, um, we're just going to bring this whole beef with you and Edge and Lita on TV. So, is this a bigger kick in the nuts than that? It's like, yeah, Jeff, you just Recently got clean. We helped you with your rehab. Oh, yeah, we're going to put you in a DUI incident. Merry Christmas. 
but you're going to get a bunch of reactions. He's got my puke. Um, or no. are you mad because given exactly what's going on, and SmackDown is live, so considering we didn't have, we're currently having riots right now, and the police and everything else that's going on, and Jeff Hardy, let, let's put it this way. If uh, the gentleman, Mr. Floyd, had Jamie Noble standing next to him, he could still be alive. It's pretty much what I was getting as I'm watching it. I'm like, so we got the police taking a drunk, alleged, attempted murderer, vehicular manslaughter, Jeff Hardy. is, is the, the, the image that's been painted right now that they're going off of. He's over here in the bushes. So he could have just killed Elias. And we're going to let Jamie Noble and somebody else pick Matt Hardy up and slowly but surely help him to his feet. Meanwhile, on the other side of the coin, there's riots about this dude having a police officer's knee and everything else on his neck and his body, and he's dead. And we're watching Jeff Hardy being taken into custody with no problems. That's kind of a whole nother scenario right there. So we got those two polar opposites of thought processes going on. And I wanted to get you guys' uh, uh, perspectives on that. Please let me go first. Please go let ahead. me go, go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I can see you ready to jump on it. This right here is the very, very fucking poor taste by WWE. Very fucking poor taste. And yes, I said it. Anything dealing with police arrest, especially especially after everything that Jeff Hardy has been through you you basically doing the same thing to him that you did to Hulk that's basically what you're doing, it didn't work then, now you're doing it again you're throwing his personal problems outside of the ring and you're making him into a storyline that is very fucking poor taste but then to add it Having Jeff Hardy get arrested after, you know, allegedly killing Elias and he's arrested without incident after everything that we got going on, that should have been scrapped right then and there. Right then and there. As a wrestling fan, as a black man, I am fucking offended. And when you put that in the production notes, I already knew where I was going. Because I've been heated. I've been heated for quite some time. That right there was very uncalled for. Should have been scrapped. It was poor taste. Now, basically what you're telling me is get the police called on you for forgery. You get a knee in, in, in the neck, two knees in the back. For eight minutes, you lose your life, but you kill a man you know you're arrested without close. incident well, allegedly but you're arrested without incident because he got released and but he, he only got released from the alcohol but it's still his car like if anybody watches NCIS Law and Order uh, or any of them you know CSI it's like hold on okay so he's not drunk Got it. But, but that's still his car. He should still be in questioning. He shouldn't be an hour and 45 minutes later 
doing a run-in. Just saying, yeah. like, well, who the hell was driving your car, sir? Where was your keys? How long had you not seen your car? Uh, we need to see some cameras. I need to prove that you were not in the vehicle. Otherwise, you hit that dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how are you doing a run-in? But that right there, that's pretty much sums up why a lot of people are upset in, in, in America right now. A few years ago, down there where the People's Choice is in South Carolina, you had a cat walk into a church and kill nine innocent people. Arrested without incident. They even oh, put him in the yeah. car. It was hot. They turned on the air conditioner and they took the suck of the dag on uh, Burger King. Oh, yeah. The dude in, Kentucky, in Connecticut, in co the college dude, killed two people. Murder. First degree. Recently. Same thing. They went over. They found him eventually. They, they, you know, how you doing? What's up? You know, we need to arrest you. Okay. Turn around. Let me, let's put the cuffs on you. You know, how you doing? You know, is your mama good? Daddy good? You know, hey, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, just get in the car. You know, we, we it's all good. You know, whatever. You know. The cat is new. Same thing. But I'm like you. I'm like, look. You did the same thing with Road Warrior Hawk, and it didn't work. You did the same thing with Vince getting blown up in the in the limousine. Owen ends up getting killed. And then all of a sudden Vince comes back. Can't explain the explosion. But I'm back. You know, hey, here I am. Hi. How you doing? This is a joke. <laughs> <coughs> but now you got Jeff Hardy all the situations that he's been through, all the chances that he's gotten, all the redemption stories that has gone on with him. And now you're going to put him in a situation in a storyline where he's put allegedly drunk, has allegedly hit Elias and sent him to the hospital. He's in this bush somewhere yards away from the car. They He's he's not necessarily resisting, but he's trying to figure out what's going on. And then he goes to jail. He goes he goes to, he goes to the jail. They do whatever they do. Now he's he he's passed his sobriety test. He wasn't drunk. Nothing's going on. He's been exonerated for everything he's done. All of a sudden, he's in ringside. Sheamus is in the match for the Intercontinental Final. And he goes in here and he, he lose, Seamus loses the match. And he goes in here and he jumps him. What's going to come of that? Is, are they going to do the Triple H and uh, Rikishi thing? Oh, it was it was me. I was the one who ran you up. Ran. I was the one that ran Elias over. It wasn't Jeff Hardy. I just knocked him out, threw him in the bushes, and I ran him over. I ran into the, the thing and make it look like it was him. It was his rental car. He's got record. He's got a record. Why not blame it on him? 
is stupid. It's well, unnecessary. Now, Tell if me it was though. a different time, I'll be okay with it. No, it'd still be tasteless. Well, tasteless. That, that, in, in this day and age, right now, like I said earlier, well, you well, have. Let me, let me white, finish. Let me finish. A, let me finish. I got you, but let me just say. Let me just say this: You got a white college student who has killed two people. He has been on the run for days. They find him eventually. They treat him like royalty and bring him in. But then you got a, a young man who has been accused of forgery. He, do, you, do we know he, that he actually purposely gave a fraudulent $20 bill? I've had fed don't know. 20s. I've had fed twenties that I didn't know were fed. I've had them. People, people call me out on their on fake on fake twenties. I didn't damn get called the police on and dropped to the ground and somebody put their knee on my neck for nine minutes and try to kill me. I'm with come that. On, let me say what I'm saying. This whole thing is tasteless. It no. just ain't got. This is worse than what they did with Hawk. No, if it's they worse than they did with they, Vince when, when Owen died. This is this is unfreaking necessary. In a There's different no time, when this stuff isn't going on, if we didn't have what was going on, let's just say, twelve months ago, and they were not doing the alcohol angle he was just knocked out they weren't bringing up any drinking or anything like that it was just you know they made it they framed him and then he's just knocked out in the bushes he's like what the heck no alcohol it wouldn't be a bad angle because we didn't have the same outrage when they tried to kill Roman Reigns four times no KG wasn't yelling James, you weren't yelling. I wasn't yelling. And that led to Daniel Bryan getting his face turned. They, they stretched that out properly. That landed uh, Rowan getting a little bit extra uh, TV time. And it worked. But with the alcohol thing, that's where the problem, A, was. B, it's just they shouldn't have aired that this week and went with that angle this week, considering everything that's going on in the world. Later on down there, down the line, yeah, maybe you could pull that trigger, but we should have scrambled and did something else to still set up the same result type of thing. Because, you know, yeah. So outside of those parameters of what's happening right now and the alcohol part, it could have worked. It could have been a solid angle. They could have worked it and stretched it out, which would have given Sheamus a good push. That would have set up for a good match between Sheamus and Hardy. That would have also set up a match between Sheamus and Elias. You could have done different things, triple threat. I mean, you could have made something out of it based off of that. And then, you know, because think about it again. How many times Samoa Joe has, has come pretty close to the line several times. Randy Orton has been over people's houses. And, you know, Brian Pillman is almost shooting people. I mean, they, they've, they've, they've crossed some lines and gone pretty deep into some crazy dark places. And it was like, man, did you see what happened? So under the right circumstances, yeah, that's all I'm saying. 
But right now, I'm like, yeah, that was messed up because my mom was like, and I know it was a good angle because my mom called me and you were like, did you see what happened on uh, SmackDown? Like, first of all, are you watching SmackDown? What the hell? You know, okay. No, I didn't watch it yet because I just got home. Like, well, just just watch it. You got to see what happened in the beginning. Police and stuff. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm like, oh, snap, something popping off. And then when I watched it, I was like, okay. And then he started going with the alcohol thing. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I'm watching him, you know, like I said, uh, uh, found him and bring him in. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, this is not good timing. And then the next thing I'm thinking is, well, is Renee Young going to get arrested too? Because Lord knows we just saw this CNN anchor and his whole crew got arrested for just reporting the news. So is she getting arrested? That no? would have been good. That would have no? been good if she got arrested. That would have been good. So that had happened. That would have added to it, and I, I, that would have been okay. But well, no, well, that would be too much satire right there. But no, but when you just in you talking, remember what, what was the dude, the Muslim dude, Muhammad? What was his name? Muhammad Assad. Muhammad Assad, right? Same situation. It was just like what you said. It was the it was the timing of it. Because at that time, you know, we had all that stuff going on with 9-11 and everything that, like that. They get into that match. He gets into that match, and he, he ends up going out like a crucifix, like a martyr, with people to walking him out of the ring as a martyr, and you never see him again. And everybody tripped off of that, and, you, and, and, and he didn't come back to WWE off of that. You know? Yeah, so, said, it's just poor timing. Poor timing but and messed up with ask, the alcohol thing. Answer me this. I, well, two things first. Number one, with everything that Jeff Hardy has done for this company, everything that Jeff Hardy has done for the industry, this is how you repay him? Well, he's not going to get a fair shake. And you know why. Just, he just he's got, done just as much against the industry as he does no, not even that not even that because you know why hardy is a cash cow he's gonna sell shirts period at the end of the day he's gonna sell shirts and that's all they care about money but the reason why he's not gonna get his fair shake is because matt is killing it in aew and they're regretting the fact that they didn't let matt go full broken and have the ability to go through all of his levels like he's doing in AEW. And they I mean, still haven't given Jeff his singles music yet. Nope. And as much as you hated the thing, please, Tommy James, you at least respected the 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 pool scene where he kept coming up as different versions of himself. I mean, I thought that was genius. That, that was a good way to make that in there. That I was didn't respect that, it when he did it in the ice chest. I don't respect it in the pool. And oh even, if, even, though, even though he even said on Twitter that he filled the pool with the same water from the Lake of Tranquility uh, or Transformation or whatever, I, no, you're not going to make me. Come on, me James. Shit. No. <laughs> you are not going to make me talk that shit. No. no. You know you like that. You no. laughed. You laughed, didn't you? No. Yes, you did. No. You don't admit it. You don't admit it. But that was actually a good, a good segment. 
change the subject. I'm gonna even change the subject on this. Get off that damn bullshit. Yo, didn't I tell you on NXT that they were gonna set up the tag match between Gargan the Garganos and me and Yim and James, uh, we all was, talked about that. It was in the production notes. I told you that they were gonna set up the tag team match to set up the singles matches. Did I told I you that too. I said no, the same thing. Yes, I did. You said the opposite. I said I said they could parlay that into different matches to stretch it out so that way you can have more longevity out the angle. The tag match was more important <laughs> than the double singles matches. I said that the tag match was the payoff. The tag is the payoff. You don't give the tag right away. But the tag wasn't the payoff. The payoff the tag is the payoff. It is the is the North American Championship match because that's what's on the pay per view. That's yeah, that, the, payoff. The, the payoff isn't this pay per view, James. You're looking at the short term. You're looking at the short term. This could be curated to be the payoff. The payoff can be the well. Yeah, if there was right. The North American title can change hands no matter who in the mixed tag makes the pin. That would be the payoff. And Candice LeRae would pin me a yim. Maybe. And the title would change hands. And that's how Gargano would win it. But he wouldn't give her the nod for that's how he won it. That's not how it's going down. I'm. I, hey, man. I can only be. I can only book the things the way I would book it. So that's you, how. That's the payoff. Your booking is bullshit. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, really? They have a tag match. Well, you may need to call WWE and <laughs> stop stealing my booking because they've been rocking with this for a while. They had a tag match. The girls are having their match next week on on Wednesday, and Gargano and Lee are having the ta- the title match. At on my birthday, so and it could go to a no DQ. I mean, it could go to a DQ, which could lead to the the title changing hands. No matter who pins who, the title's not changing hands. We'll we'll see. Title's not changing hands. We'll see. If if we do, hey, if we if we do, we are, we are, we we are. I'm going ahead and I'm saying. Keith Lee keeps the belt. It's on record right now. I'm going to say it then. I'm saying it now. Keith Lee keeps the belt. I expect him to keep the belt at this time. A DQ would mean he keeps the belt. I expect the... I'm speaking long-term, James. I'm expecting Keith Lee to keep the belt, but he's going to lose the belt. And hopefully, if they do it right, a mixed tag, and then Candice LeRae pins me a yim, and that's how Gargano wins the belt. Gargano never beats Lee, which is the still beef, and Gargano's going to be like, I did it all on my own. Like, Candice is like, yeah, but I pinned Mia. Candice, you go going to take one for the team on this one. You know, this is Team Gargano. One name. So, I did it all, and then he's doing all that, that stuff, and then that's what leads to the rematch of Lee versus Gargano, and that's how it could go back. That's what I'm saying. Hater. I am a hater, because you brought me in as a heel. Well, you was a heel already. I just brought you in. I've stopped the heels since birth. 
Oh, shoot. Well, at least we know where to put you. Hey. Under hey, our feet. It comes to the four horsemen. I want to be Arn, but I'm Tully. I know I'm Tully. Uh, I think Tully's you're old. The one no, that's not no, in no. the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, no, no. When, the, when Ric Flair versus the Four Horsemen came out and they interviewed Tully, Tully said, and I quote, you got dynamite, you got C4, you got nitroglycerin. All are very dangerous, very explosive, and very destructive. But none of them go off without blasting cap. I'm the blasting cap. I'm Tully Blanchard. Thank you, James. And that's a good way to end the show. KG, you got anything you want to add before we tap out? Since uh, James just, you know, laid it down. Uh, hey, he put it, put a, a a good finishing touch on there. You know, he 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 hit his Emerald Lagasse, bam! So. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I've calmed down a, a tad bit. I'm still heated, but that's got to be handled another another time. So, uh, of course, wherever you're listening to us now, you can listen to us there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Man, but we are. These people, they get pissed off at us. Man, we are on <laughs> 17 platforms. You can find us on social media, Sideline sideline Junkies. That's Sideline Junkies, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. Sideline Junkies, colon, podcast on Facebook. And if you Google us, Google Sideline Junkies, you will find us. You'll see our logo. Our logo is the mic with the stadium around it. Okay? We, we, we. Don't want to be confused with uh, the guys from across the pond who are doing a very great job. So shout out to them, the D sideline junkies. They're in the UK, do a very good podcast here on Anchor. So no hate, all love. Wait a minute, who was first? We were. Oh, so they stole our name. Yeah, they just put a D in front of it. But really, it's all love. It's all really? it's all love. Really, copyright laws. Really, really. We trade, that's, how, that's, that's how they circumvent like, and trademark. Like D. Brian, like D. Brian Jenkins, or what is his name? Brian Kendrick? D. Yeah. Brian Kendrick. Right. But it's all love. They do a very good job. They, you know, they're in the UK. Okay, hey. I, ch- I challenge these sideline junkies to get together with us so we can have mano e mano one on one against each other. So that's, <laughs> hey. that's going to be a lot of junkies in one place. Man, I, I think we would cut up something terrible. They ain't ready. They ain't ready for us, and I know they ain't ready for me. <laughs> Look, tell them straight up. It's, it's gonna be a Sam Jackson episode, and we're gonna try oh, to that, change. That is a Sam Jackson episode. <laughs> Challenge. You, you gotta get it in at the least. F-bombs, the F bombs will be going like Vietnam up in that joint. It'll be like. So we don't, we don't leave land like Beirut. It's going to be... Sign some Call of Duty right there. In that joint. Oh, my goodness. But you can hear us every Saturday, Sunday morning, whatever. 
But you can hear us every week at WrestleMania, WrestleManiacs every week, no doubt. So, uh, anybody else got anything else? Yeah, James will be having uh, his TikTok up for the Sideline Junkies over the next week. So feel free to look up the Nubian Sumo on TikTok. I know nothing about TikTok. I don't know nothing about the editing stuff. I'm too old for that stuff. So I ain't, no, don't even tell that lie. That's a lie. Oh, we'll set it up. Trust me. You said we need to set up the live. Hey, look, Don Rodriguez is going to start setting up Facebook and IG lives during these podcasts so you can watch us as we are. And bucket he's, bu- he's bucket naked. Bucket naked. So Heck yeah, Moxley I- over there showing some wounded ass. I'm just gonna show you my entire ass. Especially since IG is showing all the bucket nakedness on there. So you know, so I don't be while we're doing that. And I'm gonna be like, so if you see my see me covering one eye away from the phone and whatnot, then that's why. <laughs> That's because it put James's eye it. out. His cheese on his Because he got 50 years and whatnot that he had in like two years. You hear him talk about you, KG, all these daggone kids you got? Said you out there popping up like a football team. That's messed up. And happy but, belated birthday to Nia Jax. I already gave you your birthday present, but, you know, hey, if you want some more, you can come get it. I'm glad uh, he stopped right there. So, before James go I'm ahead and cross the line up. that I cannot bring him back from, we are going to go ahead and do like most folks do, or Matt Riddle did this week, unfortunately, but it worked out for him because it ends up going to SmackDown. And, uh, yeah. Fuck Brock Lesnar. That ain't happening. I'm not. I'm not. I ain't, I ain't even gonna give it to you this week. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Brock, and Matt Raw. really needs to be on Raw. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. <laughs> well, that's the Nubian Sumo. That's the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. I'm the big guy, KG. We are your Saturday night WrestleManiacs here on the Sideline Junkies. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Konnichiwa, bitches. Diversify your bonds. bonds.